Donald Trump is making a move to CNN. And in the immortal words of Joe Biden, not a joke, not a joke. <laughs> What's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it myself. Donald Trump going to CNN, the network that called, that he called fake news that just destroyed him in uh, 2016 and 2020. Yes, Donald Trump will be going to CNN next week for a town hall meeting. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Speaking of things that are happening, tonight's the night. If you want to look inside my All Enemies Foreign and Domestic dossier, my secret dossier of information about threats against the country and how we can work together to neutralize them, well, then you've got about, eh, well, I, mean, I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's happening at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's when you can get access. 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Uh, all you have to do is go to enemiesreport.com. Enemiesreport.com. Dot com and like I said you can uh, you can see what's what I've been collecting what I've been talking about the notes that I've been jotting down what I feel are the biggest threats to the United States of America some of them may be surprising to you and also again how we can fight back against them and win so that we can save the republic because that's what we're all about here at well Marquet saves the republic all right let's talk about Donald Trump this is from CNN politics uh the, the headline reads Trump to appear at CNN town hall in New Hampshire. Now, this is wild for a couple of reasons. Number one, it comes right on the heels of Tucker Carlson being fired from Fox News. Tucker's out. Fox News starts to go like this. And Donald Trump sees blood in the water, smells blood in the water. No, doesn't like Fox News anymore anyway. Doesn't appreciate Rupert Murdoch uh, getting in bed with Ron DeSantis and trying to do anything he can to thwart thwart him and his his candidacy and his bid to become president of the United States again. Also, his son, Donald Trump Jr., very upset with Fox. He uh, he he ripped into them because he has not been on in months. Uh, this is according to the Daily Beast. Donald Trump Jr., the self-proclaimed general of the meme wars, tore into Fox News on a podcast Monday, partly over the right wing cable behemoth, not welcoming him on the airwaves in nine months. I've been watching the censorship happening, even in conservative mainstream media, Trump Jr. said on a Monday edition of the right-wing Steak for Breakfast podcast. You saw what Fox did to Tucker Carlson last week and the week before that. It was Dan Bongino. And you know, the people who would actually question some of that narrative, like, it's a, is it a brilliant plan to spend, uh, to send $130 billion to Ukraine, one of the most corrupt nations in the world? Then the son of the former president took issue with the network over not having him on in months. I used to be on Fox three, four, five, six, ten times a week. I haven't been on in nine months. Not a call, not an invite, not anything. So I understand what it appears like they're trying to do to the America First movement. You know, Tucker was another one of those voices, he concluded, suggesting Carlson's Fox News ouster was over the house host talking about forbidden topics. So Fox is abandoning the America First movement. They fired Dan Bongino. They fired Tucker Carlson. They've not invited the, the Trumps on. I mean, Donald Don Jr. has not been on in nine months. Donald Trump was on, but only because Tucker Carlson put him on. And a lot of people believe that's one of the reasons Tucker Carlson is no longer there. It's well known. It's widely known that the Murdochs, both older and younger, are no fans of Donald Trump and don't want to see him succeed. Uh, Paul Ryan, who runs the board of directors over there at Fox News, also no fan of Donald Trump, doesn't want him to succeed. They're all working diligently to get Governor Ron DeSantis into the White House, and they're going to use their behemoth of a me news medium uh, to do it. Now, their behemoth of a news medium may not be such a behemoth anymore, especially since they cut ties with Tucker. Uh, we, you know, we were talking earlier about how Newsmax is basically going to, they're offering him the entire network. Newsmax and Chris Ruddy, a very smart guy and a Trump supporter, um, Newsmax is, and this is all conjecture, not conjecture, but this is all 
hearsay at this point, but it seems legitimate to me, knowing what I know about Newsmax and the news industry and Tucker Carlson's popularity. Uh, what they've done is they've said, hey, look, we'll just give you the network. You can come over here. We'll give you a boatload of money. You can program your own show. You can do it at eight. You can do it at nine. You can do it whenever you want. And you can pick the shows around you. You can pick the show that leads into you, which is very important. Lead in, tr trust me, I know. Lead-in shows are very important. If you've got a weak lead-in show, then your show's going to be, you know, it's an uphill battle. Uh, and then you can pick the shows afterward and you can pick, and you know, other program, whatever you want. They would basically turn it into Tucker TV, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. I mean, Tucker Carlson knows a thing or two about conservative broadcasting and creating content that combative, patriotic conservatives like you would enjoy. So uh, it, it seems tempting. And if that's the case, I think that's a great move by Chris Ruddy. It'd be a great move by Tucker Carlson, but it also weakens Fox. And Donald Trump knows that Fox is weakened. Uh, Donald Trump knows that Fox is in trouble. Donald Trump knows that Fox is going to, if they ever come back for this from this, it's going to take a really, really, re like this is not an instant fix. You're not going to throw somebody back in there at eight o'clock and the network's going to pop back. Plus, you've still got Geraldo Rivera, which everyone hates. And more and more, it seems like Fox is not the uh, the America, America great again, uh, you know, media partner that they once used to be. So Donald Trump says, screw it. I'm going to CNN. Probably it's a probably it's a it's a it's a hit. It's a way to troll Fox for sure. It's a way to troll the Murdochs. It's a way to say, uh, you know, screw you. I don't need, there's other networks. And in a in really interesting way, it's a fantastic marketing ploy for Donald Trump to keep his name in the, uh, in, in the spotlight. Because you're, you've got, look, it's May. It's May now. June is coming up and everybody's going to start jumping into this pool. Ron DeSantis, give him a couple weeks, he'll be in. Uh, Tim Scott, we hear in a couple weeks, he'll be in. Uh, we hear other people are going to be, you know, jumping in and, and, and throwing in their names and the, their names into the hat because they're going to want to get in too. So when you look at what's happening with Donald Trump, when you look at what's happening with DJT, he's got to find new and unique ways to stay up at the top of the news cycle. And what better way than to do a town hall with his arch nemesis, CNN? This is from CNN Politics. Trump to appear at CNN Town Hall in New Hampshire. Also brilliant play to do at New Hampshire. Uh, former President Donald Trump will participate in a CNN presidential town hall next week in New Hampshire, the network announced Monday. CNN This Morning anchor Caitlin Collins will moderate the event at St. Anselm College. Uh, sorry, St. Anselm College, yeah, which will air at 9 p.m. Eastern on May the 10th and will feature the former president taking questions from New Hampshire Republicans and undeclared voters who plan to vote in the 2024 GOP presidential primary. This will be Trump's first appearance on CNN since the 2016 presidential campaign. The CNN town hall comes as Trump has quickly emerged as the front runner in the Republican field for president in 2024. A handful of Republicans have entered the 2024 race so far, though Trump's biggest potential rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, is still weighing a possible campaign. Trump's campaign and political allies have continued to ramp up their attacks on DeSantis as the former president has racked up congressional endorsements, including from Florida Republicans who routinely work with DeSantis. That's also something we should touch on because that's a bigger and bigger problem, uh, bigger and bigger problem for um, for DeSantis. Anyway, so Donald Trump is going into the lion's den, and this proves a couple things. Number one, he's not scared. Number two, he knows how to get massive amounts of publicity. And number three, he's really trying to squash anyone else's campaign before it begins. I mean, he's going in there May the 10th. He's going in back to New Hampshire where he just was last week. And he's doing a CNN town hall. 
Uh, I'll tell you this at 9 p.m. Ain't nobody going to be watching. No Donald Trump supporter. No former Fox News uh, watcher. None of those people are going to be watching Sean Hannity. They're all going to be watching. And I can't believe I'm saying this CNN. Donald Trump is taking a massive swath of Fox News's audience. Look, they're already gone from eight. They've already they've already halved that. The half-life of the Itaglog audience has dwindled. If it's if they reach a million people this week, I will be shocked. And that's not Brian Kilmeade's fault. I mean, you know, Brian Kilmeade's a nice guy and all. He's not drawing three million people to to Tucker Carlson's time slot right after Tucker Carlson gets gets slaughtered by Fox. But what what happens is they've already lost eight. So Donald Trump is like, let's do nine. And now he's gonna go head to head against his other friend, Sean Hannity, and he's gonna destroy Sean Hannity on May the 10th. And I don't know when sweeps starts. In fact, you know what? Let me Google that. When does May sweeps start? Uh, oh, we're in May sweeps. <laughs> okay, so there you go. May sweeps is a big time for the television networks. It's when, um, it's when the television networks try to get their biggest ratings ever. And, and Fox News is doing the opposite. I don't know. They have a different, they have a different business model over there. They need to get that. This is how they sell the rest of the year. If their, if their May sweeps are huge, if they get huge ratings in May, then they can go out to national advertisers and say, look, we're number one at night. We're number two at night. We've got this. We've got this demographic of people watching. We've got these people that are that are massive fans. These programs really draw the audience that you're looking for. And May sweeps is going on right as we speak. And Donald Trump is going to be sweeping the audience away from Sean Hannity, which I have to imagine is 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 also uh, is starting to fit. In fact, I know for a fact is losing audience as a result of the Tucker Carlson debacle. And he's going to take him over to CNN. CNN is thrilled. CNN knows that Donald Trump one hour primetime is ratings gold. And it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be, I'm excited. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little excited about it. I'm more excited to see Donald Trump on a CNN town hall than I am to see Donald Trump on Fox News or even Newsmax for that matter. Because, you know, there's something about the antagonism. There's something about the debate. There's something about going into a place where you know that they're just going to try to tear you down and you're really, and you start to see more of a fight, more of a battle than anything else. And that's what I think uh, the, CNN, the CNN and Donald Trump um, are really going to be into. I'm also excited to see how many of these Fox viewers head on over to CNN. I know I'll be there. I know I'll be there for sure. Uh, I'm going to put it in my calendar so my wife doesn't schedule any, any other thing that I don't want to, uh, that I don't want to do at that time, which happens, that happens frequently. Um, anyway, oh, one more thing about Fox news, by the way, there is a, there's something to be said about loyalty and there's something to be said about principles. And there's something to be said about not abandoning your friends. And there's something to be said about all that stuff. It really pays off anyone, you know, anyone who, who shows disloyalty or abandons their true principles and their ideals, you that it really starts to show. And and people can sense it. And people like loyal people. People like loyal people want to trust. I mean, especially in television news or television, whatever you call the stuff they put on CNN and Fox and MSNBC, this political talk, uh, you know, world that we all live in, you got to have trust. And um, one guy who, and again, he's still on Fox. One guy who's kind of shown that throughout is Greg Gutfeld. Greg Gutfeld was the first person to openly express any kind of support for Tucker Carlson on Fox News. Greg Gutfeld, as far as I know, has never backed off of the Make America Great Again, America First 
crusade. Greg Gutfeld, you know, just goes in there. He does his thing. He does a lot of like what we do. You know, he plays games, sings songs, tells jokes, does monologues, yucks it up, has funny people on his show, talks about politics in between. Everybody loves Gutfeld. In fact, Gutfeld is currently the number one show on Fox News now that Tucker Carlson is gone. Uh, Greg Gutfeld is also, I believe, still the number one nighttime show beating all of the uh, late night talk shows like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert and all the other ones. He's really carved out a niche for himself. And the interesting thing is that Greg Gutfeld, who when he went on the five, uh, argued in favor of Tucker, argued against Geraldo Rivera, said he stood up for Tucker as a person, as a broadcaster and has not has not seen any of his audience diminish. In fact, last week, when Tucker Carlson's show went off the air abruptly and the ratings started to fall by 500,000, by a million, by 2 million, by half, when that started to happen, every show on Fox went down. The audience plummeted through primetime. Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, we already talked about that. The one show that not only didn't see their ratings go down, but actually saw a ratings increase was Greg Gutfeld. I happen to believe it's because he's entertaining and informative and, you know, not a douche. (laughs) You know, he's loyal and he's got integrity. And those are the kinds of things that people like to see. They want to know that you're the same guy no matter what. If you liked Tucker, if you were friends with Tucker, if you think Tucker was great when he worked there, They want to see that you're the same way when he's gone. And they want to see that when he gets fired, you're just as PO'd as the audience is. And they didn't see that from a lot of folks. They didn't see that, I think, from Hannity. They didn't see it from Laura Ingram. I don't think they saw it from Brian Kilmeade, for sure. Uh, They want to see that anger. They want to see, even if it's in little quips, even if even if 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 it's a tone, they want to know that the anger that they're feeling and the, and the, um, you know, anxiety that they're feeling, and they want to know that the, that the rage or even the, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you, I mean, really betrayal that they're feeling, whoever they're watching on TV, they want to know that that person understands it and probably feels it too. And I think Gutfeld did that. And that's why he's continuing to grow. Now he's going to get another huge boost because there's a writer's strike. The writers are going on strike and that's really great news for those of us who don't like the late night talk shows because they all have to go on strike. Jimmy Kimmel, will be off the air until the writer's strike is settled. Jimmy Fallon, uh, Seth Meyers, the, um, Stephen Colbert, who's probably the worst of all of them. I mean, these shows which took comedy and turned it into political comedy or really just Democrat-driven, anti-Republican schlock comedy, uh, they're now forced off the air because the liberal studio heads in Hollywood don't want to pay the liberal writers on the liberal TV shows, don't want to give them any money for streaming. That's a big thing. Streaming is a big thing. If you have, you've got all these Netflix shows now and you've got all these streaming shows and a lot of these Hollywood writers are writing for them, but they don't have the same deals and contracts that these network TV shows have. So now they've got to go on strike for the streaming shows because the liberals are too cheap to pay each other. It's amazing to me that these company, that these people who vote into office, folks that will destroy entire, I mean, the layoffs at Disney continue, the layoffs in social media continue. They're horrible for the job market. They're horrible. They tax you at the wazoo. If you want, I mean, it's not just nationally, the, the, the California state income taxes, people are paying 60, 70% in taxes, some of them 80% in taxes. And then they're like, we don't have any money left over to pay these writers. So now the writers are going on strike. And who's it going to hurt? The liberals. Because all the liberals that tune into Jimmy Kimmel, they're not going to be watching reruns. 
or something else. All the liberals that are tuning into Jimmy Fett, they're all going to be watching someone else Saturday Night Live this week. They were all set to have Pete Davidson return for a glorious, a glorious return to Saturday Night Live. That's canceled. Got to though, you can't have Saturday Night Live without writers. That's all that show is. And now at late night, not only are the Democrats going to hurt themselves, are the Democrats going to lose market share? The Democrats are going to lose audience. They're going to lose revenue. May sweeps is going to suck for them. Colbert, Kimmel, none of them are going to win. The only person, the only person that's going to come out on top in this entire thing is Greg Gutfeld. Because his show's not going off the air. His show's going to continue. He doesn't, he doesn't have to worry about writers. That's what happens. When you write all your own stuff, you're good to go. When you sit down and you, like, take it from me. How many writers do I have? I got one. This guy right here, you're looking at him. So when you have a writer's strike, well, okay, Hannah and Jay write, Hannah writes trivia questions occasionally, and Jay comes up with stuff. Anyway, so there are three of us. I'm like the head writer, but there's three of us. And, and that's it. And when you, when you rely on somebody else like that, when you rely on these unionized workers to do your job for you, then you are susceptible to the whims of their organization. But when you are a true conservative, when you know what to say, when you go on there, when you have integrity and loyalty, you come out on top. And between, between every other show on Fox News just tanking and the writer strike killing late night for a couple of weeks, Greg Gutfeld's going to do, well, pretty okay. Greg Gutfeld, Tucker Carlson, and Donald Trump. Those are your three big winners of the week. And I never thought I'd say it, CNN. Uh, anyway, we'll get to more of that on the Mark K Show later today. Be sure you're listening at noon Eastern, wherever you can listen to the Mark K Show. If you're listening on one of our Patriot Radio Network straight radio stations, awesome blossom. If you're listening or streaming online on Rumble or Twitter or Twitch, great, fantastic. Uh, if you're not doing any of those things, do those things because it's a great show. Uh, and don't forget to like and subscribe and follow this podcast. Plus tonight, 8 p.m., 8 p.m., all enemies, foreign and domestic. It finally goes live. You'll be able to access the inside. I'm going to take these rubber bands off. I'm going to unclip this binder clip. We're going to go through it step by step, you and me and whoever, uh, whatever other freedom, uh, liberty, love and freedom defending defending patriots want to go to enemiesreport.com right now and get yours. Enemiesreport.com. Get access because tonight you're going to get information I've never shared anywhere with anyone on on who's attacking us and how we can all work together to neutralize the threat and finally save the republic.